everyone and welcome to another episode of the Bedtime Chronicles with Charlotte Craig, fully Charlotte Craig, whatever you want to call me. So today the theme is called Admit It, We Don't Know How To Do Life because I think at the moment there have been so many conversations online and I don't know if it's just me who's been seeing them but there's been so many conversations online about what we should be doing, how we should be doing it and how we should be doing our lives. So I think it's an important topic to kind of talk about. Nobody really knows what we're doing in life. They don't and if you do then well done to you. Hats off to you because honestly I have no clue what I'm doing with my life to be honest. I feel like there's so much pressure from society and from people, especially in your mid-twenties or older, um, there's so much pressure of, of like, you should know exactly what you should be doing with your life, you know exactly where you should be, um, and you should be successful. So, thank you, Albus. Let's have a little talk about that. Um, I think it's so important to have goals, and be inspired by certain things and I think that's so important but then at the same time I just want to really express to people to whoever's listening to this if there's anyone listening to this who has no idea what you're doing with your life it's okay like when you were younger you always thought that you by the time like say I'm 26 for example by the time you're 26 you're going to have a house you're going to be married you're going to have kids and that's kind of how society kind of expected us to be when we were younger but I feel like times are changing however sometimes people's mindsets aren't if that makes it does that make sense like for example the older generations like if you're sitting around your Christmas dinner table and they're like oh how's work how's your relationship how's this and then they kind of do this little judgy thing and I mean don't get me wrong my family is so so supportive um about everything that I do in life but I think like I don't know there's this unwritten or like subliminal judgment about people who are in the mid-20s to 30s or whatever you're whatever age you're at to have your life together and that's not the case is really not the case and like I said it's good to have aspirations and goals and stuff but at the same time you don't have to have your shit together you don't I definitely don't I have no idea what I'm doing with my life like a few years back well last two years ago I was I was teaching and um I felt like I was like on the right track but then you just have no idea what life's gonna throw at you but that's okay I feel like you've just got to roll with the punches like success to different people I believe is like it's completely different some people may see successes as money some people may see success as uh, having a root like a house but then at the same time another person's success could be like just being completely happy where they're at with people who love them around them and I think that's what's missed a lot of the times especially in the conversations that I've been seeing like on social media at the moment and honestly as long as I'm happy with people around me and I don't know if you guys kind of agree then we're successful like it don't bloody matter if you've got a BMW or a Range Rover I mean that's a plus it's a bonus and if somebody's going to give me a Range Rover and a load of money then you are more than welcome to <laughs> you're more than welcome to give me the money give me that dollar no I'm joking but then at the same time like I don't know I know Albus, I think 
there's so much stigma around not knowing what you're doing. That's not even just like in terms of work or relationships and stuff. I think it's day to day. Like I don't bloody know what I'm doing. I just wake up. What I find mad, right, is we're humans, right? And we are expected to get a job, get create mon- like generate money, um, buy a house, have children, all that jazz. Um, why don't like dogs have to do that? This is a question, right? And this is something that I think about, not all the time, but like I say, when I'm lying in bed, hence the podcast, when I'm lying in bed and I'm thinking about why are we here? Why do we as humans have to do all of this stuff? And then the rest of the animal race can just wing it and and live their life as they want to. I just find that completely bizarre. And like, we're just like, oh yeah, somebody came up with the idea of money and and getting a job and I mean I know it's great but like why who came up with that (laughs) who came up with the idea that okay you've got to wear a suit to go to work who why (laughs) and this is what goes on in my head all the time why are we here like we are literally on a floating rock right in the middle of a massive galaxy universe that's infinitive 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 infinite that's the word i'm looking for infinite and we're just like yeah we've got to wear a suit to go to work today why what what why (laughs) sorry i just wheezed right down the microphone why it really like like baffles my brain like who decided that we have to do that and why what's the point Like, what's the point in life? This is getting very deep. (laughs) It's getting very, very deep indeed. But this is what goes on in my head. And, um, yeah, I just think we have no idea what we're doing. And people pretend all the time like they've got the shit together. We don't. You don't. And if you do, brilliant. But I don't. (laughs) I have no idea. I just take it day by day. Take it day by day. And, and roll with the punches, I guess. The other day, actually, this is something that I wanted to highlight. I mean, it's completely irrelevant and off topic. Um, and I'll talk about something in a second. But I was baking a cake, right? And I got this, like, philosoph- philosophical, like, epiphany, right? I was baking a cake, red velvet. It was a red velvet cake. It was beautiful. It was moist. Sorry, hate that word. But it was moist. And I was very, very proud of myself. It was me and my boyfriend, first time baking a cake. However... The thing that was going on in my mind was the first person to bake a cake, the first person to bake a cake was like, right, we're going to go with flour. I I bet there's science behind it, but I'm not a scientist. We're going to go with flour. We're going to go with eggs. We're going to go with baking soda. Who came up with that idea, right? And I was thinking as I was doing it, that baking a cake is kind of like life. Like there's no one way to do it because you can put your flour in first. You can put your eggs in first. It's up to you. It's down to how you want to make it. Um, and I was making it and I was like, I wonder if we did this, if we did this in a different way, it would make a difference. And I don't think it would. So there's something to take from this podcast. Is life is like baking a cake. <laughs> a red velvet, in fact. <laughs> Life's like baking a cake. There's not one way to do it, but we all do it in the way that we want to, and that's alright. Um, I think that's quite philosophical to be honest. Um, and that's what we're, he- we're heading for. But like, so something else that 
I'm going to talk to you guys about is uh, recently and since becoming a content creator I have realized that my brain works in such a wild way like like this conversation that we've just had when I'm like around the house day to day my brain is so full of all of these different like weird thoughts and that's kind of why I wanted to start this podcast because I'm treating it like right sorry I'm going off topic I am going through an ADHD diagnosis shock horror I mean I don't think anybody will be shocked (laughs) um because I have always just been kind of all over the place my brain always hurts it's always full like I can't sleep until like 5am sometimes because I've got one song or one line of a song stuck in my head I don't know if that's ADHD or psychoticness but anyway that's not even a word but I'm treating this podcast kind of like um therapy because it lets me get out everything that's going on in my mind because if I were to speak this much to people who are the closest to me they will get sick of me really quick so thank you for listening to me because it's helping me to get all of this (laughs) and if you're listening to this I'm doing a hand gesture around my head um off my chest and out of my brain because it's a struggle I think I'll be on the waiting list for quite a while but I'm kind of going with the idea that I'm going to get diagnosed and the reason that like I'm going with like I want to get like I've gone and asked for the diagnosis or like to be checked for it is because it allows me to to be less hard on myself because when I do things differently to other people I get so wound up with myself and I'm like why why have you not why can't you do that as easily as this person because I can't, I just can't, and I, d- I don't know what it is, but anyway, back on topic, admit it, we don't know what we're doing with our life, and we don't, and I don't, I really, really don't, especially now, in this day and age, we're in a kind of like grey area, I think, we're kind of breaking boundaries, and breaking the norm, and like, I don't know, kind of going past, or going, trying to excel, in who we are and it's hard because we're breaking these kind of stereotypes or the stereotypical place that you should be when you're in your mid-20s and I think if it's if it weren't for social media and stuff like that we would feel so guilty and try to like reach for our own goals because it's not the norm it's not and I guess what I'm trying to say is whatever you want to be you've just got to go for it, I think, and just try your best, because if you don't, you're going to always think, what if, and I think that's something that I did as well, definitely, like, when I became a teacher, I knew I wanted to kind of go, because I wanted to do performing arts, but I don't know, a lot of people, not my family, my family is so supportive, but I knew it was such a hard industry to go into, like, the creative world, And that was the kind of route that I wanted to go down. It was performing. And like, because of the stigma around like performing arts and stuff, I was like, right. I went to a few auditions, obviously rejected. And I was like, okay, so I'm not good enough. I'm going to kind of just go down the teaching route because that's the stereo, that's the norm. That's what people do. You find them normal. And if you're listening to this, I'm holding my fingers up and doing that thing that's called, I don't know, quote marks, normal job. 
and I kind of fell into it and ended up loving it, which I was very, very lucky. But I feel like that will happen to a lot of different people. I feel like it will. And people will just go through life doing a job that they didn't really necessarily want to do because that's just what's expected of them. And I think it's so powerful to express yourself and go against the norm and, and do what you want to do. And that's kind of what I just thought, I, I love it. Like when somebody says to me, oh, I've like created my own business making toenail clippers. I'm like, yes, brilliant, Sharon. Well done. Like if you want to make toenail clipper businesses, then go for it. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first thing that came into my head, but it was. And yeah, like you get these and I'm not outing anybody here at all. And it's great that you feel like you've got you you've got your life together, Karen. Whoever Karen is, Sharon, Karen, we're rhyming. Don't know why, but here we are. But like, you get these middle-aged people who are like, oh yes, I've been in the um the, the business of I don't even bloody know. I can't even think of anything. But like, I don't know. They just kind of look down the noses at you because you're not doing what you should be in their eyes and. I don't know, it really, really upsets and annoys me when people are like that because it's just like, you are so close-minded and so tunnel vision because you feel like you're just so perfect. But no one's perfect. Nobody knows what you're doing. No one knows. Like, somebody could be listening to this, not, like, unemployed, right? And there's such a stigma about being unemployed. It doesn't matter. Like, obviously, you have to... It's difficult being unemployed. You've got to find ways to keep yourself afloat. But at the same time, how empowering is it, right? Being unemployed because you have so many options of what you could do. Like you could do anything. You could, you could, I don't know, start your own business. You could become a singer, dancer. It's just, the list is endless. And I just kind of think especially now in this day and age, we've got to just express ourselves because nobody knows what they're doing. And that's kind of what, what am I doing with my hands? <laughs> Sorry for listening to this, but I'm doing something weird with my hands. Yeah, I just, yeah, I think that's kind of where I wanted to go with this. And bringing it back to baking a cake, life is like baking a cake. You can do it in any way, shape or form you want. At the end of it, you might have a great cake, you might have a hard cake, but if it's, if it's a great cake, then brilliant, you found your way. But if it's a hard cake and stale, you can try again. Oh my God. That was, yeah, yeah. Life is like baking a cake. There was something else that I wanted to talk to you about, but I can't really remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this, right, and you still don't know, like, what you want to do with your life, it's all right, it's okay. Ignore the pressures that you're putting on yourself. Ignore the outside commentary of other people. Like, say, for example, you sit around your Christmas dinner table and then your great-grandma's like, so you're not in a relationship and you don't have a job that's, like, stable. Punch your grandma. No, I'm joking. Don't punch your grandma. I'm not promoting this. I'm not promoting violence. Violence sorts nothing. Solves nothing. But... Be confident in your approach with it and just say, look, grandma or whoever it is that's saying this to you, maybe it's your Aunt Shirley 
or your Uncle Barry. Just say to them, look, I'm happy where I'm at and that's all that matters. I've got people who love me around me and I'm successful in my own way. So yeah, nobody knows what they're doing in life. They really don't. And if they do and they say that they do, they don't. <laughs> and like when you were, when I was teaching, for example, the kids always thought that I knew exactly the answer to everything. And I used to start off when I first started, I used to pretend that I did and like I would come up with an answer. And then as time went on, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be honest with these kids and just say, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know the answer to that question. Um, but if you find out, please tell me because I would love to know. And I feel like that's how we should approach life because you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's around the corner. And if you don't do what you're passionate about and what you love, then you're not going to, you're not going to be happy. You're not. And it's sad because a lot of people just do like go along with life and try and pretend to fit in. Don't fit in. We don't want to fit in. Everybody's their own individual person. This podcast has turned very, very deep. <laughs> but I think it's an important topic to talk about. But yeah, don't worry about whatever. Just go with it. Just go with it. Roll with it, boys, girls, people. Go with that. Oh yeah, and that's another thing. I am so empowered, right? I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race, actually. And I'm so empowered by people who are so confident in who they are. They're just like, I don't care what other people think of me. I'm who I am. And we need to take a little bit of that and apply it to ourselves. And stop being so judgmental and tunnel visioned on everything. And judge, we judge everything for ev everyone for everything. We judge people on what they say, what they do, who they're around. Who cares? You're not hurting anyone. Like, who cares? Who, who cares? If you want to identify as a, I don't know, whoever you want to be, then fine. You're not hurting me. Fine. I'm fine. <laughs> but you're not hurting me. You're not hurting anyone around you. You're just being yourself and good on you. Good on you. We need to channel this. Anyway. Enough of my ranting and talking and trying to be inspirational. <laughs> We've got a what's in the box to do, Charlotte. This what's in the box session, again, is from you guys. Like I said, it's a reoccurring thing that happens in every episode. Obviously, today's theme is about admit it, we don't know how to do life. So you guys have written into me and told me a situation where you don't know what you're doing with your life or you've pretended that you did and obviously you don't. So we've got some here. I wrote these about a week ago, so I can't actually remember what's in them, but I'm excited because it makes me feel normal that other people are in the same situation as I am. <laughs> okay, so let's begin. Somebody's put. So I pretended to use a sat-nav with the children in the car. I ended up at the wrong place and had to pretend that it was a surprise. <laughs> That's brilliant. As parents, hats off to any parents, right, who have to bring up a human being because it must be so stressful and you must have to pretend to know what you're doing all the time. And so hats off to any parent. And in terms of a sat-nav, I get it. I completely get that. Like, there was this one time at band camp, there was this one time when I was driving down. So I moved down to London when I was 21, so five years ago. And I made a schoolboy error. I put 
the name of the street. <laughs> the name of the street rather than the postcode, right? So obviously, there's going to be more than one street called the same name as where I lived at the time. And I was driving down from the Lake District, that's where I'm from, and it took me six and a half hours to get to this destination. And I got to the destination and then I was like, right, this is, this is not this is not where I live. This is not where I where I'm from. I pulled over and I was like, right, hopefully it's not too far away. I'll pop the postcode in, pop the postcode in. I was two and a half hours. I ended up in Bournemouth. <laughs> Ended up in Bournemouth <laughs> if I was side the side of the road and was like, for God's sake. I literally screamed. I was so angry. I just spat everywhere, sorry. I was so angry at myself because I'd driven for six and a half hours and I had another two and a half hours to go because I'd written the wrong place and put the wrong place in. So I completely relate to that. And what I find funny about that scenario is the fact that you've like... <laughs> to pretend it's a surprise imagine oh my god yeah we'll go to the beach today you turn up at Kilimanjaro surprise <laughs> and that's a good way of hiding that you didn't know what you were you were doing because yeah that's a very good way but yeah um if you can take anything from this make sure you put in the postcode of when you where you go in don't put in the road name because it will most likely be wrong anyway Moving on. I showed someone at work how to do something. They then got sacked because they were not in my division and I didn't know what I was on about. Oh no. Oh God. That's really sad. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. What would you do? I think in that situation, perhaps in hindsight, what you should have done is ask somebody else to help. But I mean, it's okay. I guess. Oh, bless the person that's been sacked. <laughs> but why haven't you been sacked? Sorry, this sounds very direct and aggressive. Didn't mean it to come across that way. But um, maybe you're very good at just like hiding the fact that you don't know what you're on about. Hi, Albus. My cat's here. What do you think? Someone got sacked because somebody told them the wrong thing. I know. I don't know, maybe you should have asked somebody else for help or just told them, been honest, that you didn't know what you were on about or didn't know what you were doing. Oh, have you, I want this, I've got so many questions, but obviously I don't know because you haven't, but yeah, maybe next time, be honest. If you don't know what you're doing, just pretend that, I mean, if you don't, <laughs> I just contradicted myself completely. If you don't know what you're doing, be honest with the person and just say, look, mate, I have no idea what I should be doing in this situation. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. Don't ask me, please. I've got a guest. Got a lovely guest today, Albus, my cat. Relationships, I have no idea what I'm doing. Relationships, that's a hard one, it's true. You've just got to, because in a relationship, it's, you're not just yourself anymore. You, you, this other person is with you. You're, you're, you're one person, but you're not. And it's hard to kind of navigate, I think, 100%. And like, you've just got to, again, wing it. You've got to wing it. You've got to find out what pisses them off, find out what pisses you off. And you'll probably find out pretty quickly what pisses you off and what pisses them off. But then you've just got to go with it. It's a hard one. Me and me fella, bless his heart. We've had a few, we've had a few mis miscommunications and some arguments in our prime time, not prime time. And um, communication actually is key, I think. I don't know what I'm on about, but I found that communication can be helpful. <laughs> and just be like, look, you're pissing me off. 
<laughs> please can you stop or like talk about why it's pissing you off all that jazz albus you piss me off sometimes as well my cat's here i don't know if you can see him there he is you piss me off sometimes as well mate but i love you i do okay <laughs> God. Next one. I just pretend to be an adult. I'm 50. I am an adult. <laughs> That's so true. When I was younger, I used to think that one day you'll wake up and it'll just switch. You'll just know what you're doing. You'll just be an adult one day. But I'm 26. Like, maybe some people won't perceive me as an adult, but I am. But I don't feel like one. I feel like I'm like 17, 18 still. Maybe 20 at a push. But yeah, I just, pre you just pretend, don't you? Like, I wonder if there's going to be a day in my life, perhaps on my 40th or 50th or whatever, where I just wake up and I go, I'm an adult. I'm old now. We're not old. 50 is not old, but I'm, I'm, I'm mature. That's a better word. I'm mature now. I know what I'm on about. I know how to do life. I suppose though, with, with age comes wisdom. Like in each scenario or situation. I love the word scenario, don't I, today and situation. But in each event in life, you learn stuff, don't you? And that's kind of like what I'm learning as well at the same time is no matter how hard a situation may be, it does make you stronger. It does. And you learn stuff from it and you figure out how you handle things. And you can apply that to your next event that happens and maybe that's kind of what happens it's never really a light bulb moment where you just become an adult you just grow through life oh that's a nice saying isn't it grow through life yeah so I, I completely get that I don't feel like I should be allowed to let loose like we can do whatever we want like if we want to go test scores right we can right now nobody's stopping us we can do whatever we want. If we want to catch a flight, we're going to get you on a plane. If you want to catch a flight, you can because you're allowed to because we're old enough and we don't have to ask for permission. And I find that mad. I find that crazy that we can just do what we want. <laughs> but, but yeah, it is mad. And we're just pretending to be adults. So if there's any children watching this, your parents don't know everything. The, 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 the wiser, they are wiser, they understand more, but they don't know everything. There you go, neither do I. I suppose you just, what you do is just share your life lessons with other people. That's what I do. <laughs> um, first time in sex, he was a player and I had no idea. Oh no, that's hard. When somebody's, I remember the person, the first person that I slept with, had like experience and I didn't and I had no idea what I was doing in the first time but I think that's normal isn't it like you've just got to like I just laid there like a little sack of spuds the first time um so yeah the first time is always daunting because you want to be amazing but you're not going to be amazing because you've never done it before and I think even now people in in sexual relationships Sometimes we still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and if you pretend you've got it all figured out, then great. 
Um, but yeah, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in not knowing what you're doing, especially in the bedroom. There is no shame. And like, it's okay to ask. Um, like my family, we kind of grew up, like me mum and me dad, we never had like the sex talk or anything. And I think that's why I'm now so open about, about it because I never really had that, bless their hearts. My mum is, I kind of force it upon her to talk about it. She gets very uncomfortable, but I mean, I don't talk about, I don't talk about sex with my mum all the time. <laughs> I'm just open about it. And I think like growing up with without having the sex talk and stuff, I was kind of like intrigued about different things and like I wanted to know more when I found out something. So I became pretty open in my conversations with friends and like, my sisters became more open as I spoke to them about it. Um, and yeah, I think just having that dialogue with the person that you, you're, you're having sex with is great. Like maybe you talk about what you like, what you don't like. Um, and then, yeah, you just figure it out as you go along and, and, and it get, it'll get better. Um, I'm still learning. Everybody's still learning, I think. And especially with your first time. So there's no shame in that at all um, because nobody knows especially like the first time and yeah just be open with your dialogue about it just speak about it if if you've done something and you're like oh is that right is that wrong there's no right and wrong I don't think but just open up to your friends about it ask the question and I'm very lucky that when I was like 17 my friends were pretty open with me and we, we were open with each other and yeah I'm gonna give a little shout out to Danielle right now if it weren't for her like and our dialogue I would not be who I am today she's literally we are the same person She's she's a she's a good egg is is Danielle and yeah oh my voice and yeah us two growing up were pretty like oh I've done this was that right was that wrong I don't know yeah we've just had that really good like dialogue and she's still my num she's still my gal she's still she's still my number one so big up Danielle we all need a Danielle in our lives this is the last one in group settings that's all it says. <laughs> No, in group settings, it's hard to navigate. Nobody knows what they're doing in group settings unless you're comfortable with the people. If it's new people, I, what I find easy to do, like in that scenario or in a group setting, and like I say, I, I still don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I like to kind of have a look around the room and figure out the kind of people you're with, right? Take a step back, take a seat and analyse the people. Have a look at who you feel like you could be comfortable with. Have a look at the people who you don't really, I don't know, maybe they're a bit shy, bless them. But if they're shy, go over to them and start having a conversation with them because you never know. They might come out and uh, come out of the shell. They might be just nervous. Yeah, I would say analyse the room. That's what I do. And then I'll kind of latch on to someone and then make them my friend. <laughs> that's basically what I do. Whether that's right or wrong, don't know. But yeah. That's all we've got. That's all we've got, Albus. Albus is sat next to me still. I think the one thing to take away from this podcast is there isn't one way to do life. There is so many avenues that you can go down and it's fine. Wherever you're at at this moment in time, it's okay to be who you are and be happy with who you are. Try not to put pressure on yourself. Try not to compare yourself to other people and the position they're in. We're all on our own journey and we'll be okay. And that's kind of what I want to promote in this podcast. And I hope I have. And yeah, 
If you like this podcast, make sure you give it a big thumbs up on YouTube and subscribe on my YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, please rate five stars if you think it's five stars and give me a cheeky little follow. And yeah, hope you enjoyed. Have a wonderful evening.